third channel it's still on please take off the third channel the third channel it's still running stop it please for god's sake please stop it there's no more time please stop it stop it now turn it off stop it stop it stop it stop it stop it hurts right now doing it i'm bob rose and with me is another host of the show matt pa and with us is a returning guest of the show michael zaccardi hey guys thanks for having me back thanks for coming mike you you uh so i'm gonna just address my voice being terrible right now the episode is late for anyone listening to this it's because these nice gentlemen rescheduled twice because i've been sick as fuck so thank you guys. Of I want to say Bob. that. Um, Mike, you asked me about watching this movie. Yes. I would say a year ago almost, right? Yes. It, it was a while ago, but I never forgot. No. Because Mike Zicardi was so excited when he had watched this movie. <laughs> I could see it in his eyes. And I was like, he wants to talk about this movie. As as a bit of backstory. <laughs> like a Christmas morning. <laughs> um, it, it's probably the greatest moment in my short life. <laughs> So, <laughs> I have accomplished nothing. It's, uh, right now, it's the peak. Um, I usually go to Soundgarden once every three months, and I go to the horror section. And right. I will take my finger and go from A to Z. And I will take out three movies that I buy, not based on anything but the title itself. And it has to be something I've never heard before. Well, one day I got to the letter V. <laughs> and I saw... <laughs> The Vagrant, because T the doesn't matter when you count horror titles. <laughs> well, any title, exactly. But yeah. um, so I open the box and I see Bill Paxton holding his face and screaming, and the shadowy figure in nightmarish letters, The Vagrant. And I go, Bill Paxton in a film called The Vagrant. Right. What this be? How do we not? How, how do you not know about? I and you didn't Paxton. know about it. Never heard of Never it before of it. my life. And and we're big Pax fans. He's um, amazing. I'm a big fan of everyone involved in this movie. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, pretty much. And yeah. So I see the, the uh, sound composer. <laughs> we'll, oh, we'll get to that. So I flip it over, and I'm reading it, and I'm like, oh, a guy is terrorized by a, a horrific vagrant. This sounds great. And then I go, directed by Chris Wallace. 
Chris Wallace, who designed the Gremlins for Gremlins. Chris Wallace, who directed The Fly 2, the B-Horror cinematic masterpiece. How did I not know of this gem? Right. Ran home, turned off all the lights. Not to mention the other players, dude. Oh, we'll get to them. We'll get to it. Right. I mean, pulled the covers over my head, got a big old bowl of popcorn. (laughs) Completely uh, naked. Oh, (laughs) completely (laughs) naked, covered in pig's blood. Yeah. And I watched it, and I was so impressed by it. And and uh, Michael Ironside, amazing. Michael Ironside, as we know, total recall, mm. wonderful actor. Marshall Bell, Starship Troopers, and Quato from Total Recall. Yeah, you got two Verhoeven like people in this yes. movie. Ben, both, uh, I uh, mean, three Verhoeven people, really. Yeah, yeah. Starship Troopers veterans, some would yeah. say. Yeah. Um, and the music by Chris Young. Now, many of you may have heard <laughs> of a little so film bad. called Jaws. Right. Yeah. Um, in this movie, John Williams, who's a hack. He, every the time bird. every time the whale is on screen he has this piano the work. whale yeah has, what are you playing a character no. every time the whale is about to bite somebody you hear this dumb thing where it goes da 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 and it's so repetitive and dumb chris young's score is so interesting. It's like Danny Elfman, classic Oigo Boingo, and it has, instead of some dumb piano going, duh, 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 it includes the breathing sounds of the vagrant. Uh, 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 and it's so terrifying. And thus, let's begin the tale of I was going to say, Zicardi, in contrast, you could almost argue... In contrast to the, the, what Williams tried to do and failed, apparently, according to you, Chris Young is just like, why build up any tension when I'll just make the music like we're already there? Re- I like, seriously, right? you know what I'm saying? The movie was like, none of thing about this is whimsically <laughs> scary. Why is this music so it's nuts? So- it's great. Right. So, because we, we open up on, like, the, the title. The office. Right? Well, the t- yeah, the open shot of we, a, a we- wide reaching office with rows of lights <laughs> yeah it's and, big you know, the, it's like a whole floor of a building the open. cinematography you know, like the director of photography or whatever like this the, every shot is set up like the like perfect angle um of like e- either like surrealty or like f- fucked upness it's just like awesome one thing i told you bob before we watched tonight was and Chris Wallace, I love you. If you're listening, you're a hero of mine. Uh, the Vagrant is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. But if I had to describe this movie to someone, why should you watch it? Right, right. I imagine this movie was someone went to Chris Wallace at a party and said, hey, have you ever heard of the Coen brothers? And he goes, no, who are they? Let me describe what their movies are. But he never watched one. And he made a Coen Brothers movie based on a description of what a Coen Brothers movie is. I could tell by the end, I was like, I could totally see somebody describing Raising Arizona to somebody. And they go, okay, I'll write something like that. (laughs) And then this happens. This is Raising Arizona with a one eyed vagrant. And I'll tell (laughs) you, it's awesome. I'm better for it. Uh, one thing about the great uh, with this bizarre breathing music, the pulsing sound. We're not doing a fucking commentary track on a DVD, Mike. I'm setting the scene. <laughs> All right, Bill Paxton is reviewing properties, real estate listings. He's circling price. He's crossing up bedrooms. You can tell he's an officious man, a man who's uptight, too nerdy. But we see him circling this one house. Well, we money. do see his, like, we do see him because the camera goes yes. up to him in his office. And, and he's a clean cut Bill Paxton like you've never seen him. Exactly. And like, he's he got the dumb, like, 
not it's not the the ball one. It's, it's a, one of those like, spinny star things that go back and forth. Yeah, he like, he he's has the quintessential like dork at the office. He has papers that he's copying from with an easel up, and he's typing officiously with his tie, yeah. just wire rim yeah. glasses, nice slick back hair. He this, looks like this, a good boy. And the music this, it's, this sounds isn't... like you're in a haunted carnival for some reason with heavy yeah, breathing included. You know? <laughs> like, they like the insane clown posse. <laughs> but it's not happening. It's so good. Yeah, it's like, this isn't an 80s movie. It's, a, it's 1992. Yes. But he almost, it feels like he's the quintessential, like, boring, bland business man like he yeah. his he has dreams to go up to, and let us be you know, clear like, yeah. uh saying he's a bland boring person we are going to be getting into spoilers uh right this movie has the recommendation of the three geniuses in this room please <laughs> stop <laughs> stop the podcast watch the vagrant then come yeah. back and listen to our review of it because i think you'll be a better person as well yeah that movie yeah it's great i'll put a link like i said outside i would not not recommend this to anybody. Like, no, any, I mean, any, usually we say that at the just, end, but I think we're all in agreement. This is this was awesome. not a bad. We're not watching. Like Sicardi didn't want to watch this because it was bad. It's yeah. interesting. It's, it's fascinating. Amazing. It's, it's really, well it's really done. fascinating. Yeah, all like you said, all the shots are thought out. It's beautifully <laughs> shot and filmed and acted. It's so bizarre. <laughs> it's so we're not we're not talking about this because yeah. we're like. It's not saying a it's a mis- there's mistakes here. Well, let's not marry it. Let's talk about it. Yeah, we're gonna marry. No, yeah. I want to marry it by the end. Well, fuck it. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, you, we see the office. We see him. He's fil- flipping through the real book, the real estate listings, for like a good two minutes. A lot. Of and we're hearing the circus music. <laughs> just constantly. He finds one and he circles it, and the screen goes in, and it's like the hand motions from the paper. He does? At the beginning, oh like, yeah, it's like tapping like, and stuff. Well, no, when he when he's looking in the book, his hands like it's like he's revealing it to himself. His hands are like covering stuff, and then he, yeah, he's like because you're just seeing the pages or whatever. But and like the great thing too is his hand movements tell him everything about the character you need to know. Everything. Every, he's tapping a picture, then crossing the red pen, circling. He's so specific in every action he does. So the great thing is you were describing it peers into the black and white image of one house, and then becomes color, and you're there. Yeah. It goes from the page to the screen. Now, the weird thing about this house is it's in front of it is a bizarre, almost like graveyard desert with leaves and broken trees. It it's looks like ratty. a fall down shitty yeah. wall. Horrible. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. But every other house around it is kind of nice. It seems like a nice neighborhood. And Bill Paxton is then introduced to the house by the real estate agent, Ms. Dancing. Played Dancing. Dancing. Is it, there's an it's N sing. in there? It's okay. Sing. It, yeah, it was not. No, maybe it's Dan Sig. I thought it was, it was Dan, Dan Sig. Dad's. Let's call her Danzig. Danzig. Yeah, Chris is Danzig. Danzig drives up in a car Danzig with. Oh, oh, I want to show you our house. God, that'd be so amazing. <laughs> no, but it's he played by the legendary Colleen Camp, Yvette yeah. from Clue. Uh, yeah, yeah. who was one of my favorite actresses. She was in a house. Uh, wow, the, I didn't house of the clock in its walls. She's also in Apocalypse Now. Yeah, she's wonderful. Yeah, she's I, been in a lot of stuff. She's just fantastic. I didn't recognize her until you just said that. Really? Yeah, no, I didn't realize. She's in a, I mean, a ton of eighties movies. Yeah, uh, she is insane when she <laughs> the, when the she, character. The right, character yeah. is insane when she shows Bill Paxton's the house right away again setting the tone of this movie she just pauses and goes this house speaks to me and the walls like, are uh, covered in dirt the sink has grease in it everything is moldy what i liked about it was oh. when they first step in the door i said this like 
that one everything the house is shaped really weird it is it has all these like it has a weird personality to how it's actually built and she doesn't mention that she never brings that up but when the first when bill paxton opens the door and he steps in it's like filthy and then you can see the living room in like in the background and the angles are all yeah the wall it has a chimney but the you can't tell what it is when they first step in it just looks like the room is sideways and i was like what the fuck is it looks like a peewee's playhouse room or something the movie does it a whole bunch of times where something will be vertical and there'll be something that should be on the same plane with it that doesn't look the pink house from bogus journey in the nightmare you know what it reminded me of what if you had an imaginary Album of the Brady Bunch house and the Shack from Evil Dead 2. <laughs> no, that, that's yeah, yeah. the feeling you're supposed to get. Like, there's something wrong here, and the back door is even just ajar. Oh, yeah, but first like, so is the fridge. The fridge yes. is ajar. I, like, love just... I love this woman's way to sell a house is she walks in with them, says some freaky, freaky weird sh- shit that makes her seem insane, and then she just starts walking around talking, and he is nowhere near her. He's in the kitchen he goes, doing well, his he, own shit. He walks, she starts just showing him I the know, house. She doesn't do She's anything. Just like, Anyway, ghosts are speaking to me. She's like shouting in another room. And he's also, it's so good. I love realtors it. often like go through a house and clean it. Oh yeah, it and make so it presentable. And it's like this is a pile of shit. But again, guys, character. It speaks to character. It speaks to character. He doesn't. It's not about actually buying a house to right. live in. He just wants to buy a house because he feels it's the next big step because he's waiting for a promotion. He wants to be a successful yes. man. A caring man now bill paxton goes up to the bathroom and well, he, hold on well yeah when first, first he time, sees the sink, sink yes yeah, the sink which is important the <laughs> dripping <laughs> sink the sink has a drip in it Dude, that's this... causing a rust stain in yes. the bottom of the sink yes. yeah and, and he also notices up. the back door is not locked yeah, we already talked about that yeah. yeah right right and he closes yeah. it yeah so then he goes and then upstairs he sees the sink right. and he's like this is jacked and the woman is like fucking let's look at the rest of the house the sink just establishes the whole tone dude the sink yeah is amazing right the sink is incredible. The we'll sink is a character it. yeah. into itself. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's he, so good. He goes to the bathroom, tests to see if the bathroom, the toilet flushes, and he sees a book on top of the toilet. <laughs> the name I don't the... think he's testing. I think there was something in the toilet. No, the toilet was running, and he stopped yeah, it. He just wanted to make sure if it worked. It was running. No, I felt like he thought it was like nasty, because he like put toilet paper No, he didn't want to touch it, but it was running. He was staring No, let's be clear. Right. Let's be clear about something. I thought there was like yeah, some, yeah. something in it. This is how much we love this movie. <laughs> we were that we're debating yeah. over whether a toilet flushes. Over the, over <laughs> the no, motive. I it flushed it. I, yeah, I'm a, we're arguing over the motive of the flush. The newest trend, I thought it, it was a if you haven't been listening, the newest trend of bonus this <laughs> is me I, and Matt arguing about what happened in the movie. And that's why you brought me here to bring you out of this rut. <laughs> To save your soul. Right, right. Uh, He notices a book on top of the toilet. The book is called The Animal Within. (laughs) Now, the cover of the book is as Matt described during the screening. It's like animals. animals. Yeah, it looks like animals. It is a man's face changing into the face of a horned beast. He flips open over the book, and the back page is missing. The flappy is set. The flap that usually shows. This movie is fucking genius. Sorry. It's okay. So good. The flap that usually shows we'll get the, there. Oh, uh, the author's face would be right, missing. Right. Uh, then the realtor, Ms. Danzig, comes in <laughs> and out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. And desperately pushes him and goes, I want you well, to. No, no, no. Well, well, she walks up and she thinks he's peeing. Yes. And he goes, and It's the like, first oh thing God, Bill Paxton says yeah, in the movie. He said anything yet, and it's been like 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. he's like, He's like, Oh, no, no, no. I wasn't going to the bathroom or anything. And then she's like, So what do you think? And he's like, 
yeah, this place is not speaking to it me. It doesn't speak to me. Uh, it's not really saying anything. I don't hear it screaming at me or whatever. And then then, then she just goes, look, I'm going to fuck you. Is that wrong? And just like shoves him down on the toilet and tries to fuck him. And he's like, oh, how did I just buy the house? And she's like, what? And he's like, I'll just buy the house. No, you're missing, and we won't have sex. You're missing a great comedic moment. He screams, I'll take it, I'll take it. That's right. Which she, she assumes. It's the sex. It's yeah. talking about the sex act. Right, yeah. And he's right, like, no, right. the house. And Colin Camp's acting in that moment. It's great. You can see her face where she realizes, oh, no, he's talking about the house yeah, right. and not my body. And I was just like, wow, this movie is we're like five minutes in and I've already given it the Academy Award. <laughs> And it well, is amazing. Like she just said, shrugs it we're, off. Like, when we were watching like, oh, okay, it, well, then. the scene passes right after the scene. We were all like, we're not sure if that was a tactic to sell the house oh, or if she yeah. was actually just really horny and was wanting him really bad. Yeah, that is we don't we have know. to say because the movie, like, well, we're describing this stuff. I mean, right after the scene. Right after scene. I'm saying at this point in the movie, it's already like, wait, I don't understand what just happened, but I like it. The acting is <laughs> That's like, what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. The, right. The way everybody's acting is impossible to tell if they're trying to be funny or not. Like, but not, like a Coen Brothers movie. Sort of, yeah, sort of, but not like. Yeah. 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 You can't. It's not that the movie doesn't think it's funny. It's that those people don't think it's yeah, funny. They're playing straight. But they're being funny as fuck. Like they're being awesome. I don't know. It's so good because it makes you be like, what the hell? It's puts you in a weird headspace the whole movie. Because you're like, ah, it's just great. Totally. It totally. It is insane and hard. You can't pick well, it down. We cannot do it justice to the tone. On let's the get to the insanity. Because okay. <laughs> what happens next? Bill he buys the house. And then he, he uh, comes it. into his house and the back door is ajar and he sees someone using the sink. <laughs> now, we only see the back of this person, but he's got long, stringy hair. And he has a cart this disgusting vile cart filled with strange objects covered in dirt and it's he's making God, the sounds he makes oh they're wonderful they're horrific, just horrific. Like, they're it's just wonderful. him breathing but it's like and you're like it's, vomit what if Pearl from Blade was having sex right those yes. are the sounds yes. and as this right. bizarre person walks out the back door he he takes his cart and it has a bicycle chain around one of the wheels yeah so yeah it yeah creeps, right? and every time it does it plays uh, ice cream uh, van sound yeah, music. Well, it's I'm sure it's something that Chris Young composed because it sounds like that kind oh, of shit. It's it like ding 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 ding. Yeah, right. it's it's very circus musicy, like the most of the score. It's great. No, there's nothing in the movie, especially in this scene, where you don't question why. Why is that guy there? Why does he have a cart Dude, that has a mechanism that plays music? This opening scene, you know what I mean? Like, why? The opening scene of him buying this? Why house? not? That's what I'm saying why too. Not? Yeah, right. This why whole not? scene is nothing but traps for you to fall into <laughs> later in the movie. It's insane. Yeah, every item he interacts with becomes like this fucking like very important thing. It's insane because he's like, at the same closing the door, doing the sink, looking at the book. Like, everything he interacts with in this first scene is, like, the plot of the whole movie. It's kind yeah. of insane. Yeah. It's awesome. This movie's so good. <laughs> and it's just crazy. I love the... Like, it's insane how... Well, needless to say, he's pretty upset about this bizarre gentleman. So he has his friend come over that night uh, to start cleaning the house and to put a deadlock on the door. Right, right. And his friend is uh, Marty McFly's brother from Back from, to the Future. Yeah, right. And he's great in the movie, too. He's very... Yeah. and He's, he's like, the straight guy. He's the straight guy. And he says, yeah. look... 
let me stay over tonight. Mm. You seem scared, so he does. Now, Bill Paxton has a dream. And well, Bill Paxton was like, trying to and Bill Paxton, remember, yes, he Bill Paxton for a moment was like, no, I don't need you to stay here. I'm, I'm fine. Well, no, no, and he I, skipped something already because he's seen the guy before this happens. Well, he did. He saw. He saw yeah, him. I thought he saw him once more outside the house. No, not yet. Okay. No, not yet. Okay. Um, because there he's because uh the Mar- Marty McFly's de- brother is sleeping on the couch. Yes. And then upstairs, Bill Paxton is sleeping in his new bed. New bed. Right. And he has a nightmare in which the titular vagrant comes <laughs> and touches but it's, him. Dude, 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 oh my God. Dude, this is why I fell in love with this movie. This moment right the, here. The nightmare sequences that well, happen are so good. And, and, like, I think that one started with the sink dripping. Yes. Like, it start everything, like, has the sink dripping or the fire and the, and the vagrant. It's so good. And the vagrant touches his member. Oh yeah, well, he yeah. touches. Oh my god, he puts his hand on his his hand is number one. It's an appliance. Disgusting. Yes. On his, it's like if you like Chris Elliott from Scary Movie Two, <laughs> you'll know, love this movie. It, it's way worse like than that. It's like a bloated, horse. like yeah. like garbage pail kid hand. Me, <laughs> it looks like it looks like. <laughs> It looks like it's made out of bratwurst. His like the- fingers are only half as long as they should be. Yep. They're all broken. Yeah. So they don't fit straight. And he's just rubbing his thigh and his he, j- and being he like, touches his, his, yeah. his foot and then goes up his leg slowly <laughs> until he goes into, into his, his pants. Into I was like, body. what is this movie? And he wakes up and is like, what the fuck? No, no, no. He, he gets uh, Well, then, then it goes downstairs and we see the cameras going, is, is slowly pushing in on the, the friend. The friend. No, no, and no. Then no he takes the uh, the, the he light sees him off. the light switch. Cover. Oh yeah, he he's the... like, what the fuck? And he wakes up. <laughs> he jerked me off, and then he stole well, the, the, the jerking him off was a dream. <laughs> but then when he wakes up, he's standing over his bed, staring at him, and then he takes the light, light switch <laughs> cover off the wall and leaves. And you're like, what? What the fuck is going on? And, and then, then it goes. It goes downstairs, and you see arms. <laughs> Shoot down to choke him, and then it turns out that's Bullpack. Yes. And he's yeah. like, he's in the house, he's in the house. One thing we gotta be clear here, we've missed something else. <laughs> what does the titular vagrant look like? Now, he is oh played by Marshall Bell. He's, he's got, like, one milky eye that's he's not got where it should be. one milky eye, he's got a scraggly beard, a black green Dude, his tongue. tongue. His tongue. His tongue is, yeah. Lizard Half teeth. his face is like a rash, yes. sore thing going. I don't, it's like some he, kind of... The way I can describe it is, imagine a talking, walking hemorrhoid. Yes. He's like a homunculus. Yes. <laughs> and he looks amazing. I, I mean, no, like if you, scarf. all you need on this guy is you put, like, a bandolier of bullets around him, he looks like he's Mad Max ready. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? No, he's, he's better than Mad Max. Max. Well, no, I'm saying, no, but you know what I'm is, saying, though, right? He's Matter Max. He's like, no, no, hold on. He's like a uh, Lord Madis- Humongous, like a lowly Lord no. Humongous peon. You're giving, you're giving <laughs> Mad Max too much credit. <laughs> Mad Max I'm is just nothing saying, compared to the. This is, he looks this like he is, can live in that world. No, he's, he's so sick. Better than that world, Bob. <laughs> he's a monster. He, he's yeah. pretty sick looking. He yeah. is really gross. He is so good. He makes Freddy Krueger look like <laughs> Frederick Krueger. Okay, Fredman Krueger. <laughs> How did we children make into your dreams? What a joke Freddy Krueger is compared to the vagrant. So hold on. All right. Yeah. So he wakes up. He looks friend. gross. Yeah, he's yeah. And the makeup's great. Obviously, why wouldn't it be? Chris, Chris Wallace. 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 Yeah. Right. Academy Award. Yeah. Uh, so then he wakes up his friend. He's like, he's in the house. He stole my light switch cover. And his friend's like, what? what? The fuck, <laughs> you just tried to strangle me. Number one. And they go up to the room. And he's like, and the light switch cover is on the wall. And he's like, 
this light switch cover? It's such That's an missing? odd thing, the light switch. I know. <laughs> and he's like, why? Like, yeah, yeah, it's there. Like, you're just having a nightmare, man. You're stressed out from spending all this money. His friend has been laying the seeds of being like, man, I can't believe you bought a house. Like, that's really stressful, you know, that stress can do to you. What, what, what would happen if you get fired? And Bill Paxton's like, don't say that. Don't say that. Yeah. Good foreshadowing. <clears throat> right there. The whole movie right is there. amazing foreshadowing. Yes. It's, it's so yes. well-crafted, the story. Even though it seems like it's just fucking batshit crazy. It's what is from the writer of Man of the House, starring Chevy Chase? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that script is airtight! <laughs> we then... <laughs> We then uh, set up the whole promotion thing where Bill Paxton's back at work and his boss comes up to him, who is played by the Earl actor, Sinclair. Earl Sinclair. <laughs> or the guy from Second Sight. Yes. Oh my God. And Earl Second Sinclair. Sight's awesome. Come on. <laughs> and he, of course, says to Bill Paxton, Where's the expense report? He's like, Oh, here, Mr. Feemster. Yeah. And he's like, Mr. Feemster's his name. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, everybody's name's insane. He also Kowski has his secretary Feemster. right behind yeah. him. Right yeah. the whole time. I love her. Yeah, she didn't great. say a word, but she was <laughs> awesome. just looks the whole time. And the great thing about that is, is his boss is like, do you want to get fired today? No, no. First he goes, he looks at the report, and then he goes, would you like to be promoted to f- uh, full, analyst? full analyst? And he's like, oh, fuck yeah. And yeah. then he goes, or would you like to be, be fired fu- right now? <laughs> and he's like, oh. Because that's not happening. <laughs> and then he laughs at him. And and, and again, <laughs> a great character moment, because Bill Pax is like, thank you, Mr. Pinster. Right, right. Thank you. <laughs> and... He goes and buys some groceries. Well, no, I love that. My favorite part of that scene was when he when he's like, he's like, I'm just fucking with you, and he's like, but you're a good, clean cut kid. You you work hard, and then he stands up to like shake his hand. And he goes, now don't be an ass kisser, <laughs> Krakowski. Sit back down. Like yeah, that was awesome. Like, that was so good. I love the office set too. Yes, I just yes, want to say that it's yes. so open plan 80s with all the computers all like it like, looks like it could go dynamically diagonal yes it <laughs> yeah. looks like it's infinite like yeah. it's a star wars hall or something <laughs> anyway you, right you know what i love about that set yeah it's not interesting no it's very uh, boring it's repetitive uh, and yeah. that's why we're gonna get into this as we get towards near the end of the film yeah i, I love more more. I mean, you know what that's a really good point yes because at the end of the movie, we're like, why is this taking place here? here. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll get to it. <laughs> uh, this movie's fucking genius. <laughs> God damn it. Um, so he uh, goes and buys some groceries. Right. He's walking through, <laughs> and he sees through the boards the vagrant. He's and he's eating, eating meat. Something. On a, he's eating something. Meat yeah. On a steak feasting. And he honestly looks, from the way it's shot, he looks like he's, like, tugging on himself. No. There's no because he's like eating and he's like this other no, arm. No, he's like not this. doing that, Bob. Really? No, he's not. I doing thought that he was all. masturbating. Uh, no. Okay, never mind eating. then. He was just eating his lunch. Because what I love about the first, <laughs> oh god, like, how crazy can I be that the first this 30, thing might be masturbating? The first third of the movie, I, I really did. You kind of almost feel like the it's like Bill Paxton's just out of his mind. Not at for all for being super normal. Not at all. And the and the vagrant. No, is like, for, up until this point, I thought the movie was, was about him actually being like. He was the bad person. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you I like, thought, yeah, like, it's, like, it almost the first kind of like in the burbs, how if they weren't mur- murderers, they would be the racist people because <laughs> they, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, he like hates homeless people, even though this guy was just an innocent sick guy. And let's just yeah. to be clear about something real quickly. Let's get out of the way. Uh, homelessness is terrible. It's horrible. This yes, is a fantasy is. movie. It is a fantasy. This movie. is what I call a genre called hobophobia. Oh it, my god! <laughs> well, I can't. I knew you were going to say it. Why? No. There's three three great films in that genre. It's a limited genre because you have you had to stop. It's terrible. I, I think it's The Vagrant. 
It's definitely Slime City and, of course, the pinnacle of pinnacles, uh, Street Trash. <laughs> street and Trash. And this film is in the vein of Street Trash. The vagrant... I would throw Blade 2 in there as well. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, Kung Fu fighting ninja? Oh, please, Come on. Get out of here. <laughs> Dressed like a homeless guy? I am Jack. No, object. he's a vampire. Uh, well, he's yeah. a homeless vampire. No, he's not. That is secondary. He is a homeless vampire. Being homeless doesn't define him. <laughs> And that's why you're wrong. Okay, fine. So the vagrant sees him <laughs> through a hole in the board and starts him approaching him. Ah, and, and Bill packs and drops his groceries. He's like, ah, and then he can't pick him up. <laughs> he leaves him on the ground. Yeah. yeah. And what does the vagrant take? Like a can of something. He's, he's disgusting, like pig. Dude, it looks like a, like a hoof almost. It's really gross. It's awesome. Like so compelling visually. It's it's like watching Rembrandt. Alright. So then he gets home. <laughs> and he's every stroke is a shot. Uh, uh, so you see Is this when he's in the kitchen at night? This is when he first calls the police. Yeah, because he's in the kitchen at night. He goes and right home and calls the police. Yes, right. Runs in terrified. Oh, you're right, you're right. Oh yeah, because it, it ends with a shot of him on hold. And he calls 911 and they put him on hold and the most boring 90s elevator music starts playing. And the way it just, it just is so loud. Yes. Yeah, so and then loud. the scene just cuts away while he's just listening to it. It's and so then, good. And it sounds like the girl from Ipanema. Like, yeah. Dun, yeah. Dun, 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 then we cut to two cops sitting in a car. Oh my God. Talking, cops. God, these cops are amazing. It's, ama- it's amazing. They're like, so what is he, what's, what's, what is this guy doing? And he's like. Well, he's living over there, making fires. It's not safe to have fires over there. And they're like, look, man. have you? Has he stolen any personal property? Has well, he stolen no, anything? He's he, like, well, no, no. no. And, and he can't come up with like a crime. And they, I love the cops. They're like, look, man, read the laws. There's nothing against being a human being trying to eat. <laughs> and, you know? and, and you're like, it's they're the making, cops. They're making him to be the bad guy yeah. for, for being so rude to this Hence poor Hence why guy. it seemed like that. And yes. he's, like, he's like, well, he urinates in those bushes all the time. And, and then no. the cops. Lower their sunglasses and then look at him. Oh like, no! It's not lowering sunglasses. They both rip them off oh, and, like, and both do a head twist and they go urinating. 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 You saw him urinating on the bushes no. and he's like, "Well," and he goes, "What? You need to have seen him. You can't just accuse somebody of urinating on bush, sir. This is America. People have rights. Read the Constitution." <laughs> So I love good, the man. assumption that a homeless guy isn't peeing he outside. Isn't peeing outside. I love that. You know what I mean? Like you well, is so good. Yeah, yeah. You just revealed your own prejudice again. <laughs> but I mean, come on. No, it's so good. <laughs> So, so they say we're going to need corroboration right. to, to make the urinating in public charge stand. <laughs> so they go to his neighbor's his, house. His next door neighbor who is wearing – she's a very nice old lady and she can't hear anything. So she has a voice box you have to speak she's into. She's like screaming at the top of her lungs. Yeah. <laughs> you have to talk louder, boys! Because <laughs> her husband's dead, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah yes. right. And she's like, can you have one nice glass of lemonade? And Bill Paxton runs the cops and goes, I've seen the vagrant. He's right there. We, we can catch him urinating. <laughs> yeah, the, cop her, the, the cops go crying. to get the vagrant. They say urination the, so many know, times. Right? They say Krakowski so many times, times yes. in the movie. It's amazing. His name gets repeated. They want to drive home what his ethnicity is and so at some point. We'll get to Yes. Yeah. Um. So they drag the uh, vagrant away in a cop car, and Bill Paxton is so scared, he hides behind He's like, a tree. He's tree, but he sees him. Oh, the vagrant turns around and lets out a fierce growl. <laughs> He's so good at doing that. God, he's the best. He's a great guy. 
<laughs> oh my god. So the, they take him away and he's just all freaked out. And then, then he's at home at night. Cooking, cooking pasta sauce. That's right, making pasta. And he looks out his window. Well, we're, we're forgetting an important oh. point. As he's cooking pasta, he reads a the note, note. A note. Oh. A note is from a beautiful black-haired lady. She <laughs> is gorgeous. Edie. Edie is uh, is going to be spending her vacation days with Mr. Krakowski. She's excited to see him. You get the impression that they probably want, they live in cities away. But they want to they few know dates. each other. They yeah. want maybe a few dates. And now she's like, you know what? I'm going to see if this is working. We're going to spend a few days together. And he's so excited. Edie's going I to I can't wait me. to see your new house. Yes. She's excited about the new house and everything, and he, too. And that's maybe right. one of the factors why he bought, bought it as well. Yeah, to yeah. impress Edie. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right. I'm, look at me. I'm going to be something. Right. But he hears something and goes to the door, looks through the window, sees nothing. But when he looks back up, it's the vagrant. Right. Thus begins what I would call. No, 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 no. It doesn't happen that quick. He reads the thing. He looks out the window. Isn't that when he's across the street? Yeah, he yes. sees him all the way across the street cooking right. more food. And yes. then he's like, oh my God. <laughs> and he's looking at him in binoculars. He's like, it's so But disgusting. then he looks out the window and the vagrant's right, right there. there. He tries to call the police and they put him on a hold They put again. him on a hold the same song <laughs> and again. And the vagrant shows up and he freaks out and spills pasta sauce all over himself. <laughs> knocks all this and shit And the phone over. falls apart <laughs> in his hand. It's like, it's like a... It's Tex Avery. Yeah, it's yeah. a Tex oh, Avery cartoon. Avery. It's, it's great. It is, it's the opening of Amazon Women on the Moon. It's wonderful. The thing too that I find again, everything falls apart in half. That's great about what we talked about is or like a Pink Panther movie. Yeah. How's that? Bill Paxton's complaint to nine one one is, "Oh my God, he's cooking!" <laughs> like that's his complaint. He's just cooking, and the vagrant is eating what looks like a raw chicken wing and just putting his mouth and being like, <laughs> "He's like sucking <laughs> it, sucking it." <laughs> that when. The Bill Paxton flips back, lands on the tomato sauce, grabs 911, wraps the phone around his neck. The phone cord rips off. He crawls the coast of the carpet, phone runs cords, in the living room, yeah. covered in sauce. I mean, it is without a doubt. Again, Buster Keaton, idiot. Yeah. Bill Paxton, genius. <laughs> Chumps! Uh, so wait, this is when he goes to find his cell phone, We have to right? insult everything yes. else. Yes. He goes to find his cell phone and he pops it open and he tries to call the police and then he doesn't he, he just gives he up. He notices the vagrant is gone. Right. He knows he's gone right. And I think too in that moment, it's that moment of sanity coming back where he's like, Edie's coming, I gotta get it together, I'm being ridiculous, this makes no sense. Right. And then I believe Edie shows up. Well, hold on. I was going to say, because this incident makes him get the full package security system. And his friend is like, dude, how are you paying for this? He's like, I took out a second mortgage. He's like, that's even more dead. Because we cut to the outside of his house, there's workers all over the place. They're they're building a fence. They're putting everything with bars on all the windows. Yeah, they're turning into a fortress. It's like a prison yard. His house looks like a Also, he says to the guy in charge of the company, didn't you sell me a leaky roof? And he's like, no, it's not me. I just have one of those faces. This guy looks like the penguin. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's, again, the visual style of this movie. Yeah. The house is becoming its own prison. Right. Wow. Wow, Chris Wallace. Wow. There's some social commentary. There is so much going on in this movie that it looks like your own prison. And I'm sitting there just being like, you know what? God damn. God damn. (laughs) This is when you notice, this is when Bill Paxton goes from like, is he overreacting to being paranoid into like full blown crazy? Because his friend's like, why the fuck are you spending all this money? And he goes, let me show you something. 
And he takes him across the street and he does like a crime scene investigation of, of the where homeless the, guy's of camp. Because he has the barbecue and he's yeah, and walking he's like, around he's the like, barbecue. F- he's like, he leaves every morning before I come out, come out for work. But I followed him one day. Like he talks about how like he hunted him down. He's like, because that was hysterical. He's like, I lo- he lost me at one yeah, point. Yeah, we don't even Dude, see he that. he barely moved and he's dragging that big cart and he's like, he lost me. It's like. What? We don't see that. <laughs> he says I followed him. We didn't see any no, of yeah, that. Yeah, he says it seems like yeah. time passed. You're forgetting though the best line from that whole speech, which, which was? is dang, he has a really good life for being a street vagrant. Which is again the criticism of the boring <laughs> office worker doing right. the nine to five versus right. this awesome guy who gets up really early, comes back home at six fifteen, and has a reasonable lifestyle and seems also, to really like himself. Also is a party. <laughs> His friend actually in this scene accuses him of being a little bit prejudiced against the homeless guy. Yeah. He's Saying, like, he's, he's just, just a guy that's down on his luck, man. You better lay off of him. Yeah, he's going to move away in three days. Yeah. Just, just let, him, let, him, let him go. Let him be. Dude. Like, the movie really makes you want to hate Bill Paxton a little bit. Like, Oh, it does. Right. Like, yeah. It, it gives really you no does. reason so far to think the vagrant's evil. Yeah. I, I would say. That's why it's so good. It's this so is the first good. hour of this movie does something which I think couldn't be done. It makes Bill Paxton unlikable. Yeah, he's pretty unlikable. He's really unlikable. He's playing tower. against type this whole movie. Oh, not no. I would say the last. 30 I mean, minutes. up until now. Yes. Like yes. so far, this is not a Bill Paxton role you would normally cast. No, him and I think it's why it works all. because yeah, you're, right. you you want to like him and you're like, I hate this guy, but it's Bill Paxton because <laughs> Bill Paxton's not bland. If anything, if no. there's anything about Bill Paxton, he's not a bland character actor. No, he is ever. as saucy as that sauce he was cooking yeah. in the kitchen. Right. So this is when he's driving Edie to the house. Yes. And she's like, let me guess which one's yours. And it's like, and that's when we first see the Finnish security system. And it looks like a forge. It looks like he lives There's in a There's floodlights all around the it's, compound. <laughs> it's insane. It's such a small house. <laughs> it look, it, there's like, I don't know. 20 floodlights on like the a only single... thing that i would like, say it's like a one-bedroom home it's not even that big I, I was the only thing i can't believe they didn't add was barbed wire around the top of the fence yeah, <laughs> yeah. Been too far that would have been a little too, too far. far yeah been too far that's what i said when we were watching this movie's like it comes right to the edge of like all being absurd <laughs> yes but it won't go over the line until i guess the end but even then oh i disagree with you so much <laughs> i still don't think it goes you are so wrong Dude, it's already nuts. It's nuts, but it's like, it's not willing to be like, admittedly, we are making this as dumb as possible. Like, they reined it into a level. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's not just like stupid for the sake of being stupid. It's stupid to like the perfect level that makes this story work. I, I find it, work. I find it insulting <laughs> that you call it stupid. I call it brilliant. Well, I, 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 no, yes, but it's stupidly brilliant. No, no, no! It's it's I, another John Williams fan over here. <laughs> <laughs> you like, like that whale like, movie, huh? I love whales. <laughs> guess you like Star Battle too, huh? <laughs> oh. The Empire but, gets revenge. Yeah. But you know what? I'm not saying yeah. stupid, but I mean like absurd, like like it. it like a Tim Burton movie or something yeah, like that. Kind of, yeah, kind of. Like it's just not. It's not willing. Like Beetlejuice like, is absurd. Here, here is you what know. I view this movie as. It's yeah. a fairy tale. It it reminds me so much of a fairy tale. Like if, if I was a little kid, when I imagine what a fairy tale is, this is my vision. Everything is heightened like one degree, yes. but it's not ten degrees. You know what it is? It's that. 
it's kind of the theme of the whole movie, which we can't ruin, but I guess I'll just wait till later. We'll get because to it's, the end. Yeah, it's, We're going to get, can't we're ruin get to, the we're theme, get to the end. Because literally, the movie literally says it all. There's so, only three yeah. people in the movie who go into the absurd. Yes. And, and all three of them like make a decision kind of to do it, and everyone else in the movie is like right at the edge of something could just set like their actions seem like they're in they're in absurdity but the they only, finally step into that realm and they're the ones who get to live in it the only two people that are actually normal human beings are Edie and the best friend yeah that's it that's the only two people in this movie that it seem like normal human I'd beings. argue almost just the best friend yeah Edie almost seems like she's playing a part at the end there well, no. I, well, one <clears> thing, <throat> I don't is, think she loved him. Let, well, <laughs> yeah. Let's move on. Let's let, move on. Well, that is actually, um, actually, that's a great segue for my next point. No, that is, that's Edie, a good point. Edie comes into the house and goes, oh, I didn't know they left the furniture with the house. But it was his furniture. With his furniture. Like, yeah, so, he, he, he thought it was done. Yes. Yeah. And it, you can see the pain in his face that it's such a subtle insult, but he doesn't want to make her think that it is. So he goes, uh, uh, and she goes, we'll go furniture shopping together. And he goes, well, I'm on a tight budget. And she's like, you have It'll a credit card? You have a credit card. It'll be fun. And It'll right be, away. That seemed like another theme of the movie. Like he was going to go broke. Yes. Doing, oh, yes. fixing his life to be what it should be. To, to make her happy to make yeah or and and again, himself safe that makes him so boring mm -hmm. and right. what's again we don't show them buying anything but in the next scene in the house everything has this incredibly tacky new yeah. mexico pueblo feel to the house but it's like pastel pueblo, oh, pastel pueblo. It, yeah it it's reminded awful. me of like it's so bad. it reminded me of like if you go down to the ocean and how stuff's decorated yeah, down the ocean. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's like all just like tacky, southwestern, and then there's some seashells and shit in there. It's terrible. Yeah, but instead yeah. of seashells, you get it, it, like it, metal cacti, cacti, cacti and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, like yeah. let's. What if Tex-Mex was a fashion style? Right. That's right. the house. Roy Rogers fashion. Yes. <laughs> but they right. fuck before that. Because she's like, we can go shopping for the things, and it'll be great. And they have a night of sex. And then they yes. fuck, and he has a nightmare that night. Yes, which again is there's a very subtle thing in that nightmare yep. where um he real he's going through his closet and he's he, and she goes, "What are you doing?" He was there's got to be a secret passage. Well, no, he he sees him again. Yes, he sees him in the dream again. He he like well, what happens in the like dream? He, right, what, the dream was just I think he just pops up and goes, blah, 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 right, which yeah, is hysterical because yes. it's like a it's like a haunted house scare. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which makes the end of the movie it's a even jump better. Scare. It's yeah, a jump scare. Yeah. yeah. And Bill Paxton says there must be a secret passageway in this house. Because how, how he's getting in. How is he getting in? And right. she's like, you're sleepwalking. There's nothing going on. Well, she asks him. She goes, are you sleepwalking? And he goes, yes. His responses are all like way too long. Anytime anybody asks him a question and he... He, he thinks has about, to think about it. He has to think about... What do about, they want to hear? Yeah, what yes. does this person yes. need to hear right. from me so that I'm good yeah kind of thing and and he does it there again she's like are you sleepwalking he's like yes there's one thing matt, sorry matt brought i should have told you matt brought up which i loved is you do start to think is this a lost highway psychogenic fugue situation yeah, where seriously. he and the vagrant are one and the same i did say that yeah. i, was like, is this I just assumed that, that he was going to turn into the vagrant at the end or something crazy like that. that's why i said it was like yeah. a werewolf curse yeah of right right or something <laughs> Like but the movie makes sure that other people homeless. see him. So Bill Paxton becomes like a we know they're separate, man. and that happens in the next scene, right? With yeah. oh my gosh, right. the sandwich scene. It's best. It's Bill Paxton come, <laughs> comes home from work. Comes home from work. There's a, what is there, there's a work scene. 
he goes to work. That's the the Polish scene. The, happens. Yes, oh, his boss comes <laughs> His boss brings the the higher up boss there. I know it's a, someone they're trying to get a deal. They're trying to get a deal with, yes. right? Trying to cut a deal with, and he's like, "Hey, you're, you're hey Krakowski, Krakowski, you're Czechoslovakian, right?" And he's like, "I mean, it's I my guess, grandma, sir, yes. my mother," and he just like shuts him up. And then he's like, you know, I'm gonna give, I was gonna give Krakowski here a, a, a promotion later today. Later today, why don't I just do it right now in front of you, and then give you the day off? What do you say, Krakowski? And he's like, thank you, Mister Feimster, and like runs away. No, but then he whispers oh. and he goes, say some check shit to him right now. <laughs> he goes, push the check shit, push the check. And he shit. says something to him, all, and the and guy's the, like, mm-hmm. the guy makes a weird face, yeah. and then he leaves, but. The, they show them the, the secretary's elevator. face. Oh, she turns around at Krakowski and does this a giant thing <laughs> to it. There's a weird thing in this movie how women are all about Bill Paxton because Everyone. he's so boring. <laughs> he's so boring. <laughs> no, you're he's right. Safe. I'm safe. He's, he's like so safe. safe as he's shit. safe. He's the yeah. safe option, and that's like super attractive. Yes. Yeah, it is. It's because... not interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And as they go in the elevator, he's like, what did he say? He says, make sure you wash your hands after you use the bathroom. <laughs> like, what? Okay. And he, he like pans to the camera as the doors close. Like it's a cartoon. Right. <laughs> so good. <laughs> it's so good. So he comes home from that. And in the living room. Oh, no, 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 right? no. First, he's driving home. He's got the balloons and the chocolates oh, and the, and the flowers. Oh, right. He's driving yes. home and there's all this commotion near his house and there's a dead body and all these people are like i think it's a transvestite prostitute like i don't know i that was the adr no, like, that's really what they said that's what they said it turns out uh it was the old lady, the next, old lady next door is killed because we see her like her like hearing spots. device yeah, yeah he sees spots. the cop walking by wiping right. the blood off of it and he goes oh my god miss whatever i can't believe it and he goes edie and he Jolts home, races bursts home. through the door, goes, Edie, I'm home! It just comes to a dead stop, drops everything. And, and then, then the you thing. see the vagrant oh. sitting at the kitchen table, wearing a bathrobe. Bring a bathrobe. And eating a sandwich deliciously. <laughs> Dude, he looks him in the eye and eats that chip like such a yeah. dick bag. It's so yeah. <laughs> right. He just like stares at him in silence for a while and then the just <laughs> screams at him. <laughs> and he runs away. Oh, upstairs. We runs upstairs and his girlfriend's up there taking a shower. Well, well, which no. is the, All we know is the shower's is running. The shower's running. Yes. The shower's running and he puts his hand on the door because he's like, Oh my god, I'm gonna find my girlfriend dismembered. Opens it and she's, she's fine. fine. She's right. naked. She screams. She's like, "What the fuck?" For a are you second, doing? I thought the vagrant was going to be in the bathroom too, like watching his body. <laughs> That's what I thought was going to happen, dude. When he <laughs> fell over with all the pasta, I thought that was the end of the movie going anywhere. I was like, I "This was the like, whole rest of the movie is him stuck in this house was... trying to not get killed by this crazy <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but, Right. Uh, he's like, "What the fuck are you You're doing? doing showering? There's a maniac in the house that murdered the neighbor." She goes. I gave that guy a sandwich. He's nice. And he's like, why are you showering when there's a strange man in the house? And she goes, there's nothing wrong with what I'm doing. You're doing something wrong. And he's like, what? Once again, the movie 
it yeah. wagging its finger at him. Yeah. Yes. They're like, Making what is you your think that Bill Paxton's the crazy one, yep. and the vagrant is the victim. <laughs> right. Now, Bill Paxton locks the door and says, he, you stay yeah, in here. He's you like, stay in here. Lock the door, stay in here. He's terrified. Rushes downstairs, calls 911, and uh, the rule of threes in comedy always works. <laughs> the 911 operator says, what now, Mr. Krakowski? <laughs> right. Which... Leads us to the introduction <laughs> right. of Detective Barfus. Well, he looks out the window. Well, he looks out the, the window, and the and Michael Ironside saying they're looking down. Well, no, 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 no. Before he sees the vagrant, he leave sees the, the vagrant. The vagrant yes. leaves the house like before. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he, yeah, the yeah. vagrant is very good at like just disappearing at the as moment. As soon as he's done screaming it, he, and then he looks at his like door hole window and there's and Michael, Michael Ironside's looking down he looks picking, up and goes he's his nose. he says his name he's, he's picking, picking his, his nose. nose staring at the ground he's he's his nose. Oh. and he says <laughs> Barfus and like who says the name right and then that other guy and he's like I'm Detective Barfus and then the other guy tests his like, and he says he comes in the that framing is so small it's amazing. awesome that guy's head pops into the last and he says things. something what does he, he say homicide homicide right Right, and then he lets him in, and instantly, <laughs> my guard side picks his nose again, and he flips <laughs> it on the floor. <laughs> it's great. Detective man. Barfus is probably Michael Ironside's best performance. It's great. And Michael Ironside's one of my favorite actors. Yeah. Barfus right away treats Kakowski like he's a human beetle. Yes. Has, like... Where this vacant come from? How often you seen him? No, he's, he's, he's interrogating him. Yes. Yeah. And then he pushes Bill Paxton up to the fridge and goes, I know everything that's going on. He goes, well, hold on. Well, Edie can tell you. Hold on. He sits down at the table and he says, what exactly was in the sandwich? Yeah, he's <laughs> like, what kind of sandwich was it? And he's like, well, I don't know. And Bill Paxton's like, is that even important? <laughs> and my and then saying, he pushes him up again. It's fucking amazing. That's what sets him off. It's so yeah, it's good. It's so good. And Barbara then, he's, then okay. he's like, Well Edie would know, nothing gets by me. She's right behind you, and Michael Ironside <laughs> does a spit take. That is so funny. And Edie's like, Sir, I'm sorry, my, my boyfriend's just making this up. Right. Like this is a harmless man, and Barfus gives him the biggest test here, like, you son of a bitch. You <laughs> I love dirty you lying it. bastard. <laughs> Barfus leans and it does a hard no, cut. No, 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 no. <laughs> Barfus goes he he chastises him, and then he goes, "And what are those flowers doing on, on the, the floor?" floor? <laughs> and he screams at him, and he goes, "Oh!" And then it turns into the this. Best, the no, end of the, I love the end. He of this hands scene. her the flowers. He picks it up and he goes, "They were for you, you and to celebrate goes, my promotion." Oh, she, and she goes, "I wish none of this ever happened." Yeah. And it's like, and then the scene ends. And I love the end. What of that the fuck scene. is that? <laughs> This is insane. By the way, for you. We, I wish this never happened. happened. By, by the way, we did forget the dream sequence where the vagrant was having sex with Edie. I thought that was next. That's the next one. No, that was beforehand. He has a dream sequence after the vagrant. I'm pretty sure, yeah. yeah, yeah you're sex probably with right, Andy. but Edie leaves in a t- taxi. That's She's... the first one after he leaves because the, the, oh. the, the hallucinations go from just him being scared to now being like, the vagrant. she left me because, yes. because the, they go to sleep. Yeah, he's... It hard cuts to what after the cop leaves? It hard cuts to her in the taxi leaving. Yeah. No, he yes. wakes up being asleep, and you just hear her screaming. She's just like, Graham, Graham, wake up, wake up. Yes. And he, and, oh, and he and walks she's downstairs. Not in the room. And he opens yeah. the door to and, the... And then it and just cuts the... to her face without seeing where she is, and she's like, look... 
I've realized you're going through some stuff. Well, no, she's like, I think you're going to get it. You're going to get it together. You're going to succeed. You're going to do great. I'm really rooting for you. And the cab takes right. off, and but she still looks at him, and the, and the cab goes out of frame, and it's an odd fade, but it almost looks like she's just going off into nothingness. <laughs> right. And again, I said to myself, Da Vinci, peon. Chris Wallace, God. <laughs> Uh, so she's gone. He like he only, he only directed three movies. You know what? That's it. Well, two he movies. Two movies. One Tales from the Crypt one, episode. I was counting Tales. From That's okay. We have yeah. got to go through this movie faster. I know. We're it's because we're loving it. I we're, know. It's, it's so a love good. fest. Uh, we haven't next? got what's even to the, the second movie? world that this movie lives in. It's <laughs> a whole other movie we haven't got to. I know. <laughs> what's the next one? Well, he. That's when this is when he starts being. I can't remember what the next scene is. Well, he, he does. I thought after this is she leaves and I he has the he has me, the dream that emasculates him that about him yeah, about the vagrant having, having sex, with, sex Edie. with Edie. Yes, which and is it's great. passionate, is that, is doggy it's so style good. sex with Edie. She looks like a, a poison music video. Yeah. She's got wet hair. She's like, oh yeah, and the vagrant's like, ah. <laughs> 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 it's beautiful. Right. It's it's like literally hell on earth. Yes, and, it, and the red lighting is right. terrifying. Now I think we can condense things a little bit going forward here. I think there's a, just a lot of sequences. Of him thinking there's a noise, looking for the vagrant. I think we can. He's slowly going. Slowly no, 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 no. The morning. Okay, with the morning. Well, the this uh, dancing comes in. The morning. No, no. Hold up, hold up. Be- the ahead. morning before. The morning that Edie leaves him. When he wakes up, he goes to grab his glasses, and he can't put them on because one of the sides is missing. And there's garden. And then there's garden off. shears and yes. the rest of his glasses on the on the nightstand. He's like, who the what the fuck? Who, who would what, do that? Yeah, why would someone do that? And then it's more, it's a bunch of that. He, like, wakes up because he has the nightmare about fucking her. And I think that's when he wakes up late for work because his alarm was off. Or is that his, the wire's, the wire's been snipped to the, the alarm. Snipped. Yeah. And he, he, he's late for work. It just, it, yeah, his yeah. cock says it's 3.42 a.m., but it's not. No. Right. Now, the I think we should note before we get to, I think we're going to get to the next moment. I want to point one thing before we get to the next big moment. There are small, subtle scenes where he's reading the book that he had found oh, that's right. on the bathroom, mm. and there's dog ear. It's got. It's starting to be dog ear. Yes, he has yellow post its with notes on the post it. So he's really. He, it's like a, it's like a fantasy nerd reading Tolkien. Like, let me underline this passage. I'm going Elvish. It's very fascinating, very subtle. Right. Not saying I'm reading this book. It's a visual medium. Film. Yeah, yeah. That. That's what how film works. <laughs> now, <laughs> so the next big point is. Uh, Open your smells, fucking ears, man! He smells well, he's walking downstairs, reading the, the book. No, 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 no. Yeah, he yes, because it's when the no, forks no, no, in the no, wall. No, no. Yes, he's yes, he is. Let's just get to this point. Okay, fine. Yeah, <laughs> he's reading the book and smells something. Go downstairs. He finds a dead There's rat. There's a fork in the wall. And he's... Yes, sniffs the sniffs the rat and he goes. That's eh, not the That's smell. That's not the rat. He yeah. finds the box of chocolates that he bought for Edie, but he opens it and it's the fingers of his neighbor. And Which he, we know because they said it on the news. Yes, they yes, did. They, oh, yes. They, they said, show him sleeping, watching the news one night. They, well, the night before Edie leaves, yes, that's what it does. is. There, well, he's watching the, the news. I love every news broadcast. Mm. Because there's another oh, thing. because they don't give a shit. They're well, just yeah, like, no, it's, pl- it's super absurdity, but they, it's played so fucking straight. It's amazing. It's perfect. Yeah. The news is just like horrific. What does he say? He's like, I repeat, she was not sexually molested. <laughs> And now, sports. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, right. No, you're right. That's why he stays up, or, like, he's, like, 
not doesn't wake up when she gets out of bed. Yes. So he they, stays up watching the news freaking. They out. call doctor. Oh, and he also well, says something well, to he her finds, when he thinks she's asleep. Well, hold but then on. He she finds opens the her f- eyes and is like, kind of has the look of like, where, oh fuck, he's crazy. Where we were, Scardi said he found the fingers, and then he looks over, and the vagrant's right there. Yes. And the vagrant actually gets up. And takes his little cart and goes out the like storm door of the basement, yeah, the and that's how sleeping. he's been getting in the house. Exactly the Dude, secret passage. The secret passage. The secret passage is amazing because he he screams and falls over onto the vagrant who's just reading a book or something. Isn't he reading? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just sitting on it back there reading a book, and then as soon as he he looks up and sees him, he goes. <laughs> and then grabs this thing and like laughs his way out of the hatch it's so cartoonish. right no but we have an answer for how this all has been happening yeah, exactly yeah it's, it's, it's fascinating. Fascinating. i love that he didn't check the basement ever oh, for all this for all this that's what we missed before this he has lunch with his friend because it shows all the things of him waking up and finding oh, right. shit weird. He's yes. eating lunch with his friend and he screams in the restaurant, What if they know I killed her? <laughs> and everyone in the restaurant's like, No, because, uh... because that scene is genius. Because that is when he says what the audience is thinking. He's like, What if. What if I'm the killer? What if I'm the oh, asshole? Yeah, yeah. Yes. What if I'm seeing all this because of my own paranoia? Goes, what, if, what happened to the vagrant? He's like, don't forget about yeah, that. I don't <laughs> think he exists. I don't even think I he's think real. Me, I think I did all this. It's right. so good. The movie is like punching you from both directions. <laughs> and after the and then scene, you finally his friend, his friend comes here, puts a blanket on him and sees it. I was right the whole time. But Barfus and the partner go, wait a minute here. You had a dead rat stinking up your house and it took you that long to find it? And right. he's like, well, I just, I didn't think. But And they are so offended by that that, again, you start thinking to yourself, maybe the vagrant's fake. Maybe it's still maybe Bell it Paxton. Yeah, right. yeah. And at that point, we have the moment where uh, he decides he's going to sell the house. So right. he is asleep. Listening to loud rock music. Wait, does that happen yet? Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the court case happened first. No, 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 no it doesn't. Happen. No, 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 okay, no, no, no. okay. Trust me on this. No, no, one. because he, yeah, they take the fingers and he's just describing. The okay, vagrant, okay. I'm, and then I'm with he, you. Like that. Yeah, this is when he like goes in full meltdown mode. He, he's in full meltdown mode, and the vagrant comes in. Bill Paxton's falling asleep. There's a shotgun on his lap, and the vagrant right. takes okay. the shotgun, puts it up to his mouth. Bill Paxton's mouth. Bill Paxton's mouth. Puts Bill Paxton's finger on the trigger. The music hits, and you think Bill Paxton's blowing his own head off, but no, it's just another dream. Right. He wakes up, and he's, like, grabbing his neck, and he's like, what the fuck? There's loud-ass music playing. Yes. <laughs> we forgot about that. He bought this crazy security system, and part of it is that, that it just music, plays music, so you think you're having a party loud. or something? Yeah, when yeah. you're not home, it just plays really loud music right, all right. the time. Because his girlfriend was like, what is this about? And he's like, oh, it just does this all the time! <laughs> knock. There's a knock on the door. Right. Oh my God. And he has the shotgun. He cocks it. He opens the door. And who is it? But Ms. Danzig. Danzig. And She's like, it's nighttime. And she goes, I'm sorry to bother you, Mr. Krakowski, but I heard that you weren't interested in selling the house. And he's like, yes, 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 I am. I'm in a bit of financial dire straits. And he looks insane. He looks like... No, he's got like makeup on to yes. make him look like a zombie. And she looks down at the shotgun and rubs the tip of it oh and goes, God. I, love... I didn't know you hunt. No, no, she, when she answers the, when he answers the door, <laughs> yeah. she goes, do you, I didn't know you hunted. <laughs> then they talk a little bit more, and then she rubs, when she's rubbing it, she goes, I really want to, sh- I, I want to go inside because I really want to handle your property. Oh, yeah. Yes. Or your property. Great, great, line. Line. great, great line. line. And then they have this weird <laughs> sex scene where oh they two humans that don't know what sex is. Yeah, they sound <laughs> they're like, like they're fucking, oh, but they're definitely they're just rolling not. around on the floor. It's <laughs> at awesome. One, at one point, he puts a lampshade over, over her head. head. 
Yeah, it's really odd. It, it, it makes nine and a half weeks look like nine and a half minutes. It's the best sex scene on film. You're just insulting. <laughs> you got a burn, scorched the earth. Yeah, all the only movie left is being it's fragrant. That's it. It's great. Oh, it's been an See? hour. Oh, we're not, oh we're like man. You got to burn through it. You got to burn through it. So then, all right, so then they fuck like crazy. He wakes up the next morning. And, and his every, room is filled with doors. Every, every door, cabinet. Every door, door and cabinet every cabinet, cabinet house. and window, everything is taken out of his house. To, he, the, the fragrance is letting him know you will never be safe ever. <laughs> and there's just well, the room he, is full of he doors. Finds the, he finds a, a note. It says, I find you a no, door. No, 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 no. She says, well, it's, it's, it's a from note. Danzig first. Let, yeah, let me, ahead. guys, guys, oh guys. Man. But you're going to take forever. <laughs> no, I won't. You just had the alarm gone. <laughs> it, it says, I didn't want to wake you up in her handwriting. Yeah. And then underneath in blood, it's I adore you in blood oh, and he man. goes downstairs and he's freaking out and then an entire like SWAT team comes okay, and it's well, like it seven the, it shows, so he's walking through the house with a shotgun and it shows the cops it's Michael Ironsides like doing, doing something else gross again like he like he's, he's biting his fingernails uh, he's biting yeah. his fingernails and flicking it in the back seat where someone's sitting <laughs> so good and then he, the guy's like He's like, look, we're gonna keep an eye on this fucking crazy wacko or whatever. He's like, we gotta, we gotta play it cool and do everything slow or whatever. And then his, the partner goes, he walks right up to the front of the house because there's no doors left with a shotgun, looking like a zombie. And this guy's, <laughs> he looks like he's armed, sir. He's like, call him in. And then like six, six bands. black fans fill up the street, like blocking everything, and they like cut. Dremel holes yeah, in the wall, like, wall with all guns. automatic machine guns through. It's insane. And they're like, all right, we'll the, and wait the partner, for him to make his first the partner, move. like, pulls a gun on Ryan and goes, no, play it slow, play it slow, and pulls out a forty-five Magnum, and then they just start demolishing him. guys it. with assault rifles. Well, he makes a well, noise inside, yeah, he right? He walks up to the door, and he's trying to figure out well, how the vagrant did it, and there's a Band-Aid over the security <laughs> yeah, tab. He goes, Shotgun, they just lay waste in this house. It's this crazy gunfire, like just bullet. It's like the animal. It's great. I think that's why the house might have been shaped like that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 100%. With the wall, when they oh. built the wall around and they had, it has the weird shape yep. to the yep. front of the house, like, and then they just shoot the whole gun. We're putting together this brilliant puzzle piece. Yeah, it's it's um, needless to say, the Ms. Danzig did not show up to work. Right. And, they, and somebody called somebody in. Somebody called in. And they open the partner. This is off screen. The partner, Detective Barfus, opens up the fridge and comes back and is almost about to throw up. Right. And they look in the fridge and her severed head and hands have been tied up like a Thanksgiving turkey. her feet. Turkey. Her yes. feet are like, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, before that, though, he's on the ground, splayed on the ground with all the cops with the guns on him. And he tries to show them the note. Which <laughs> and they stopped. all go shoot him They there. all go to shoot him. And Michael Hirsch goes... He's cool. Like, or whatever. What does he say? He's like, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> like, dude, like, nothing is okay. Nothing is okay. Like, he, you wanted him to be dead already. Like, yeah, he just yeah. filled this house full of holes. It's so good. And then they come in, he's like, she, she's in the fridge. They show it. And yeah. her, like, feet are, like, barbed wire to her head. And he's still not sure that he did it or not. No, he's not. He's he's gone full blown insane at right, this point. Yeah, right. So they arrest him uh, in this bizarre, almost it's almost like dreamlike, where he's getting his mug shot. 
he's walked through all these reporters snapping cameras and his right. best friend shows up in the middle of the photographers and says, don't worry, Mr. Feimster's going to get you the best lawyer, get you out of here. Right. Then takes out his own little mini camera and starts snapping photos, photos of his of friend, him. Right. which only adds to the level of insanity at this <laughs> right. point. Because it looks like for but maybe budgetary reasons, they were shooting. They weren't shooting in a jail. It was just like chicken wire. Yes. That yes. They, you know what I mean? They, it looks like oh, they yeah, yeah. just it was just like a white room with chicken wire. And, but it all seemed really weird. Uh, you know? well, that's this is you, the court case, right? Well, yeah. Then Mr. Feimster shows up in a disguise. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Looking like King Tut. Yeah, what is the goatee? He has this goatee. It's a a disguise because he doesn't want people to see that he's still associated with it. Right. So then we have the trial. He's like, there's no attorneys. There's no attorneys. They're not coming. They're not coming. So he's he's like, but I'm innocent. He's like, (laughs) whatever, dude. The the movie, I feel like this is a huge turning point for the movie. It is. The court case. The court case is what I call. The whole court case is shot like a Batman episode. Like Adam West Batman. (laughs) Everything Mm. is crooked. Oh, it's. Every shot is like a Dutch angle or whatever. Like everything is super disorienting. It. I guess like it, it reminded me of the Brian De Palma Mission, Impo- uh, Mission Impossible dinner scene when he throws the gum at the. Like, yep. Everything is low shot. Everything is up <laughs> yes. the nostrils to make it so imposing. And the public defender has this nerdy bow tie. He's like, looks at the prosecutor and goes, "That guy sure is good. <laughs> that guy sure is good." Yeah, that guy has his mom on the stand. He goes, "Did, did your son? Uh, did he not like bruise this girl's arm in, a, in an act of aggression?" And she's like, at, but four, they were, at four years old. Well, no, he, no, he didn't he say, say her age. Yeah, he right. just says the date. He's yeah. like on August fifth, like nineteen seventy. Yeah, right. And, and she's like, "Well, yeah." And he's like, "No further questions." She's like, his mom freaks out. She's like, "What? No more further questions?" <laughs> he was four years old. Then she she has a heart attack. Dies in the courtroom. And then it shows the ju- juror goes, "That poor boy." <laughs> And it's like, what is happening? So he gets acquitted. It, it breaks to a news reporter being like, not guilty, guilty. not guilty. A sympathy because his died. On the stand, this dude butchered a woman as dude, far as I, I'm pretty sure doesn't it doesn't show Michael Ironside in his office being like, I can't believe this shit. Watching well, it on the news. Well, yeah. it shows first. The <laughs> camera. The camera. <laughs> Camera the mouse hunt shot, right? The camera fans yeah. up to them wheeling his dead mother's body out. And she falls out of the and slides down the stairs as her naked feet jiggle in the air. <laughs> and you just you camera pans up to Bill Paxton just looking at his best friend being like, Well, tough luck, buddy. And then it gets to Barfus being like, That son of a bitch got away. Beat the rap. It's like no one acts like this is weird that he got off on a murder charge because his mom died. No, that's the. I know this movie's super strange because that's the strange thing. The vagrant, Bill Paxton, and this is where Barfus decides to join them. Well, in like madness, like he when he's like he is now decidedly part I'm, of no, their madness. I, I disagree with you. I don't think Barfus is part of the madness at all. I think Barfus is just a diehard cop and is angry that this guy got off on a technicality or a right. sympathy vote. Because at this point, no, we think yeah. about eh. no. I disagree with you. I think Barb is just insane to begin with. I don't think he ever joined the craziness, man. But uh, Bill Paxton uh, then does. decides to lead a new life. He gets in his car and drives off into the desert. <laughs> he stops at what looks to be a rundown gas station, right? But then the camera pans and you realize it's a trailer park. And he knocks on the door. He also he has says, a new car at this point, right? It's a station wagon. It's a station wagon. There's a price tag on it: six hundred ninety-nine dollars. Right. Like the movie literally just cuts to a new life. New life. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and the uh, the trailer park, the needed manager, the guy who pretty much is the major domo, is named X Ray. He is a blind <laughs> like, gentleman. Who, it's, it's just so out there. Like, okay, no, but he's a great character. He's, he's a so great character. Lovable. And he says, "You know, what are you running from?" And he pauses and goes, "Oh, Lady Troubles." Right? And Bill Pat's like, "Yeah, Lady Troubles." What's your name? <laughs> Jeffrey Kramer. <laughs> the most boring Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Kramer. Kramer. The right. most boring white guy name you could have. So X-Ray goes, okay, you're hired. You're going to be the new manager. He goes into his trailer park. And Bob and I talked about this, actually, when we were watching the movie. In the beginning of the movie, when he pulls up with his dance, oh, yeah, house and the buy, right. his car goes from left to right in the frame. The camera pans up. You see the, the house. Read. And it looks really nice. His well, it's car, also the way you read. It's yes. a standard, normal. It's how you read. Good stuff comes want... from the left. Yes. And bad stuff comes from the right. And his car yeah. comes from the right. And you see this dilapidated miniature trailer. It's so With small. an air conditioning unit the size of the Empire State I thought building. it was a building. Yes. I thought it was a building in the distance. That's it's how big it is. It's a left frame, right frame exactly. kind of thing. He yeah. was boring and simple and measured. Now he's interesting. Right. Yes. <laughs> so he, it's dilapidated conditions. A woman comes to the door. Her name is Dodie. She's a very uh, nice, uh, bubbly lady. She's been in a lot of stuff. Tons of stuff. And yeah. bakes him a coconut cake, and he, he thanks her for it. And then he goes to sleep that night. And she's into him. And she's into Oh, yeah, oh, she yeah, likes she's him. Because all women are into Bill Paxton still oh, yeah. in this movie. Yeah. And he has another dream where the vagrant, he can feel the vagrant's presence. Also, when he got to the gas station, you could hear the slight chime of the vagrant's music, but then mm-hmm. it filtered out. It was like, oh, I'm going to forget about that now. I'm going to start a new life. But he has this other dream. So he wakes up, bangs his head, concussion, blood everywhere, <laughs> runs to Dodie's trailer and goes, Dodie, Dodie, you need to help me. Right. So she brings him back to his trailer and he goes, handcuff me and you take the key and every morning you can unlock me. He's also covered in his own blood. Yes. Yeah. I think it's important to and know. She's, still oh, yeah. fine and she's, she's like, so into it. She shoves the key down her breasts. And what she do then, Matt? Uh, then she gives him a blowjob <laughs> while he's handcuffed to the bed and not wanting it to happen. But then is finally just like, all right, I guess. He just she, gives in. Well, yeah, she blows him and fades to black, and then it cuts to him looking like Joe Dirt. Like, <laughs> no, instantly, flat, man. Mullet, like, sitting there drinking a beer in the dust. Next to X-Ray. Just X-ray. chilling out with a dog and a beer. Yeah, he's he, fully into trailer life. Yes, and he's, he's laughing and he's having a great time. And X-Ray tells him, you know, you're doing a great job. And, you know, you, Miss Doty sure is happy, but there's one problem. <laughs> problem? She doesn't like the fact you keep cutting holes in her underwear every morning. And <laughs> yeah. you can see yeah. Bill Paxton's face. Hey, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Right. It, there, there's something off here. There's something wrong. But X-Ray laughs it off, but Bill Paxton's face, you can smell. You can smell the trepidation. <laughs> Is the madness returning? So he goes to bed that <laughs> night. X-Ray's doing laundry in the yard. He's blind, so he has to feel everything. And Bill Paxton wakes up and looks, and you can see the handcuff is broken. Right. And it's been like snipped, yes. cut. Yeah. And there is a giant hatchet on his chest and he's covered in blood. And X-Ray feels the corpse of his <laughs> beloved dog and screams out in pain. I thought it was Jody at, or Dodie at first. No, I knew it would no, be Dodie. No, he says yeah. his name. It's, he says I know, he does Pepper say it. Yeah, Pepper the dog. And he runs out. X-Ray has clearly died of a heart attack. Everyone sees him with blood. They see him holding the knife. Dodie screaming in the trailer. No, Dodie comes out of the trailer with that hatch and is oh, like, yes. what did you do? What, what did, did you do? do? And he just snatches it from her. He's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going like, to kill, kill him. that son of a bitch. <laughs> and then the like, entire trailer park comes out. And he's just like, now it's like. He's like swinging at everyone. He's just lost <laughs> it. Then he pulls a gun out. 
Yes. Well, some of somebody, somebody else disarms him from the thing, and then then he pulls the gun out, and it's like, what the fuck? And then the guy shows up with the shotgun and then fires. Bill it. Paxton gets in his car, and he yeah, gets in his car, just drives, drives away. Like, new shit. life, new time life. for a new life, new life. Um, then we have this amazing sequence where all it is is a fog machine against his windshield and someone is throwing tumbleweeds from the side of the car as he's falling asleep as he's falling asleep right and has this nightmarish dream sequence where the neighbor has no fingers and is rubbing his face and then it cuts to Miss Danzig as she's fingering the open neck it's such a good effect it's amazing it's a really good effect it's that Chris Wallace effects quality coming in and then who pops up the vagrant the vagrant's well, behind the Well, there's nobody time. sitting there yeah. for a second. He's like, oh, my God. And then he, the vagrant grabs him by the face. And he's like, oh, yeah. reaches over him yes. and grabs the steering wheel yes. to drive him into, uh, there's like an 18-wheeler coming at him. Then right. you see and the it, lights. He almost hits it's it, like the hump. It first, yeah. and the car flips like nine a million times. times. It falls off like a mountain. Yeah, no, it, <laughs> it looks, looks insane. insane. And really then good. just lands upright <laughs> in a gas station. Yeah, we were like, "What happened there? Was that a dream?" <laughs> yeah, I, that was confusing at yeah. first, but it was. It was a, he was sleeping in the gas station parking lot. Uh, ne- uh, the next to this diner and gas station is something that Bob, Matt, and I really enjoy. Man, it is. Well, a, I asked when it was. It, ha- is... it, it was. <laughs> the scene showed... started, and I was like, "Wait, where are we?" Yeah, Bill, well, Bill Paxton says that he like gets up from the nightmare of falling down the mountain, and he's like, he's looking around at everything, and that's when you see like the restaurant, and you see. <laughs> you see, what was it? Stillborns. Yeah, it's Steely Don Stillborns Western World. Yes. And it's like a restaurant, a and truck like- stop gas station, and then a haunted mine attraction <laughs> called the Lost Souls Mine. And we're just like, what the fuck? And Bill Fashion goes, where the hell am I now? That like, had to be something they found. I bet. Uh, no, you think I, they made it for the movie? It's too well crafted. It's perfect. <laughs> It's it, because it started in a normal ass place that makes sense and, it, it, and it could have been anywhere. Place. Like it seemed like infinite yeah. because it could be anywhere, anytime. And now we're in this like very specific, odd. unbelievably specifically odd setting it, that is a haunted mine attraction in Arizona. The movie starts as the it's money strange. pit and it ends as an episode of Gravity Falls. Yeah, and that's why it's, it's so damn good. So yeah. I think this movie has a very powerful message about just leaving other people the fuck alone. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like well, seriously. Yeah. Um, so Bill Paxton uh, is filling up the gas tank. Uh, meanwhile, you see a car pull up to the restaurant. Right. Two gentlemen get out of the dust bowl. It's Barfus and the partner, and Barfus out of nowhere, is right? So rude to the waitress. Oh, yeah. Well, it's when they first go in, though, they sit like, at a table that's for truckers only. And yeah, and part- they're having a conversation with the, with his partner. Is like, you know, we're we're five hundred miles out of our jurisdiction, and he goes, "Result." Uh, he's like, "Results, <laughs> results cut through red tape. Right, red tape. Just shut up." Like, we're going to do this. And then she's like, I'm not going to serve you. You're not a trucker. She's like, give us two big bowls of chili. <laughs> or he's like, why don't you shut your face? And give us yeah. Why don't you move your mud flaps? Yeah, you move your mud flaps and give us two big bowls of chili. And she thinks about it in a way that made me be like, there's going to be like blood or piss in this chili. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> probably, there might have been, but we don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, she does pour coffee on him on purpose. Yeah. Well, that's really that's funny. after, later, that's after yeah. this next scene. So, because the, the whole so movie. Bill is... Paxton wakes up and is like, well, I guess I need gas. Phil starts filling his gas up, and then he sees something in the back of his car, and he opens it, and it's the vagrant's wheelie bag. <laughs> and he pulls it it's out, like... and he's like, I knew it. There's... And then he pulls out some books. 
Now he opens the books, and what we realize is is that the vagrant used to be an accomplished psychiatrist who wore an eye patch in a suit, and there are copies of the book, new copies of the book, and he looks at the, the back animal flap, within, the, the animal, animal within, within right. and the back flap. The vagrant is clearly the author. <laughs> And there is a scrapbook, pictures of Bill Paxton, the perfect guy. You call him a guinea pig. Yeah, guinea, guinea pig. pig. They called me a fool. I'll prove them wrong. <laughs> and if you watch the DVD again, press freeze and read some of the stuff. It's on crazy. The pages. It's wonderful. It really is great stuff. <laughs> Walt Whitman is a joke compared to the vagrant. Jesus Christ. Throw him under the bus. And then Bill Pax is now furious now because he realized he's been a pawn right. in this sick game. What was the point? Why would he do this to me? And the vagrant pops up and pulls out a flare and goes, Game over now, buddy. First thing he says in the movie. Yeah, yes. First thing first he says, and he sets the car on fire. The tailgate on fire. Yeah, tailgate on fire. And Bill Paxton's like, I'm not afraid of you anymore, motherfucker. The vagrant runs in the mine shaft. And he goes, I'm not afraid anymore. Grabs a pickaxe and chases after him. Well, it's like the the symbol for the mine shaft is hanging above it. Bill Paxton rips it down (laughs) to the haunted mine shaft attraction. Like, what the fuck? And meanwhile, Barthes Barthes gets his coffee spilled on him on purpose. And he's pissed off. And they're like... Have you seen this man? He's probably driving like a nineteen eighty two. A blue, no, a blue, blue station wagon. Like, She's blue. like, you mean like the one on fire outside? <laughs> and they all look out the window and, and everything explodes. explodes. It's fucking genius. Yeah, it's it. so good. I love that she didn't care that the car was on no, fire no, before they just, asked. Like, she just wanted to make yeah. them look like idiots. Yeah, right. that's what the whole point of that was. Right. That she was enjoying that. Yeah. So Bill Pax is now running through the mine shaft. The vagrant is throwing fake miners onto him and making all this goofy shit, like screaming through the intercom at him about, he starts being like, you're, what does he say? He's like, you're a waste of life. You're nothing. Right, right. He's just like talking shit at him and he's hunting him through the thing. And then Barvis and his partner eventually get in. They split up. By the time they are entering, I think is when, oh, they enter right before the fruit, he knocks like the roof of yes. the place down onto him. Showing us that it is just an attraction. It is. It's all made yeah. of like styrofoam. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. So we now get to what I will call uh, yes. the reason that I, when I was watching the vegan for the first time, I, said, I really enjoy this. Right. And then this moment happens. And this solidified, it is one of my favorite movies, is Bill Paxton stands up. The vagrant is in is in an elevator shaft. Well, he's like looking through this like weird room, and then he sees him. He sees him, and he's sitting down in it, like a, a store. One of those things that like a mine shaft would yes. have, that like an elevator in a oh, mine yeah. shaft. It's, it's in a, a loft. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 And the it's a freight is, elevator. He's sitting on a stool, a like from Total Recall. And the vagrant, <laughs> yeah, one Total Recall, drops the growly voice and just talks like Marshall Bell and goes. See, I'm really glad this look this works. See, look at you now. Paranoia not only holds you, you're interesting. You got style. Like, Nobody you don't care what anybody thinks anymore. You can make your own decision. You you're finally doing it right. <laughs> and this now I'm gonna talk about it. Because this movie is about is insane because the professor was trying to prove this point. As a normal person, looking yes. normal in a normal setting. Right, right. He was trying to prove this point, and they were like, you're wrong. And he became interesting, interesting. interesting to prove the point. Like He was like, I have to do this, and then to do this, I have to terrorize someone. So he became... And become a murderer. Yes. Oh, and become a murderer. I mean, he lost his fucking mind. But yeah, he went, yeah. He went to the other side. Like, the boring and interesting. The whole movie's boring. He let the animal without. <laughs> like, yeah, he went he over did. there. Yeah. and yeah. the But the, the thing I find really interesting is the people that are normal 
that aren't part. This is why I said Barvis like steps over the line into this half of the interesting. He becomes interesting when he like drives 500 miles to chase someone. Like he became interesting because the at, well at the beginning of the movie. His, you're, wait, you're telling me that Barfus isn't interesting from the minute you see him because that's idiotic. No, he's still he's still in the normal realm. He's just pretty intense. He's but no, he's not he's yeah. not interesting yet. But I have no stake in this argument. Okay, but that's uh, yeah. fine. But at the beginning, when they're at the campsite and he's showing his friend, the campsite, I didn't mean to call you an idiot. By no, the way, it, sorry, it's, that was rude. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, if it puts me in the class with Walt Whitman, yeah, I know John Williams. Yeah. I guess that's fine. <laughs> But anyway, uh, <laughs> you know what? If you want to stand with losers, man, I can't. <laughs> anyway, all right, losers. let me get this point out. His his friend, his best friend, who is you said the most normal person in the whole movie. Yep. Arguably, I think he is. Yeah, yes, he is. Yeah, his friend says this guy's living pretty sweet. Like he's like right. You mean that he says the vagrant is living pretty sweet? No, yeah. Bill Paxton said oh, the Bill vagrant Paxton is living pretty sweet. Bill Paxton said You're that. Right. Bill Paxton said that. But it still doesn't matter. The movie's about, like, people leaving each other alone. And, like, you can be right in your own world. It's like, there is no universal right. It's that if you're normal and you want to be normal and achieve normal things, you're doing fine. But if you want to be, quote, unquote, interesting. I just love that the movie thinks being insane is interesting, (laughs) which is awesome. But if you want to be, like, batshit crazy, that's also cool because the other batshit crazy people will be batshit crazy with you. That's why he's like, look, you got style, like, and he just he just looks a mess, like he looks. Well, yeah, at the moment, but that guy is like, you look good now. Now you look good. See, you're figuring it out. The moment Sicardi's talking about here, that's when I actually thought they would become friends. I thought it was going to be some like Bill Paxton would be like, you know what, you're right. Well, he does. I do like my life more now. Do you know he says before he him? If the movie ended with like Walk of Life by Dire Straits, like it's starting, (laughs) and Bill Paxton just smiling and saying, "Let's go, Vagrant." Yeah, and it cut to black. I probably would say it's my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> right, but it doesn't. Tragically. It doesn't do that. No, no. It it does. Uh, what happens is he, well, Bill Pull. Uh, there's a good line from what you said. Bill Pullman before he attacks Paxton. him. Bill Paxton. Paxton. Sorry, Bill Paxton. <laughs> before, definitely different movie. Yeah, definitely different movie. But Bill he, Pullman would, might work too. Yeah. He's no, so Lost, Lost Highway is the vagrant yeah. with uh, yeah. Robert Blake. Yeah, but the last thing yeah. he says before he attacks him is he says, "I want to show you how thankful I am." Yes. But not in a, like, weird movie, like, revenge, quippy way. He says it like he's serious. Yeah, it's It's crazy. But then he attacks him. He goes, he's like, you know what? I want to show you how thankful I am for all this. And then he runs to attack. I just thought that was weird because he didn't say it like it was a quip or nope. a snarky way to be right. He said it genuinely. Like he almost genuinely like he meant almost it. meant it, but then he still attacked him. Which is really fucking weird. Awesome. I loved it, though. Yeah. I, I mean, it, there's also an element of trading places in this movie. A little bit. A little bit. Like a social experiment going horribly wrong. Yeah. Except this is like the horror version of yeah, that. Where they had to murder people instead of just like making it. Right, people. right. Yeah. Like, can this man become this with only a few nudges? <laughs> you know? My my whole takeaway from the movie is just be happy with what you have. Just right. be you. Don't well, we try haven't We yeah. haven't gotten to the end yet. Yes. Let's uh, get to the end. And then Okay, they start yeah. fighting. They're having, like, a battle, and then Bill Paxton, like, chokes him out. He thinks he's killed him. And then Bar- Barbus bursts in, and he's like, that's the last person you're ever going to kill, you sick You sick fuck. fuck. <laughs> Blame and Paxton. he's like, now stand up and pretend to run away so I can shoot you, because that's the only justice you're going to get, you And Bill Paxton turns scumbag. around and says, no, you're going to do it, do it to my face. Yeah, he's like, you, you coward, he knows. shoot me. Yes. He knows. But, and, and instantly. And Barfus has never been right. 
this whole movie. So he pays for his sins yes. of being a fucking moron <laughs> this whole time. Because like, the vagrant just shoves a chair <laughs> through, the motherfucker. through his torso. Like and one then straight through his chest and two through his kidneys. Yes. It's and insane. then he picks him up off the ground and starts using him as a gun against <laughs> Bill Paxton by shanking him like on his sides and he starts firing the gun so in his hand. It's so insane. The, the, by the way, the the uh, vagrant had taken a Polaroid picture of Bill Paxton when he was in the elevator shaft. Yep. I sort of like, a, hey, look at my success of my test subject. Bill Paxton grabs the camera and takes a photograph. Of him holding, holding Barfus with a chair yes. stabbed. So he's staying with the photograph. He goes, I can't wait for this to develop. The partner comes in with a gun, and he's got it pointed to both the vagrant and Bill Paxton with Barfus down the floor. <laughs> and he goes, who did that? <laughs> and they both go, he did. He did. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> and he throws the photograph to the partner. He looks at it, develops. It's clearly the vagrant. Right. The vagrant goes, ah! <laughs> and the partner just shoots the like, holes in him. Yep. He falls out a window, lands on a pile of cacti, and I one of the cacti first. shoves <laughs> into his... his eye, milky eyeball, and milk oh, just yeah. his That's the two things that make this complete. I don't understand. Like, oh, no. So, it. Is he supernatural? Because when he's strangling him, there is like black sludge and like gray liquid coming out of his mouth, not blood. And then when his eye gets pierced, it's like goo. I think he had an eye malformity that was like the vitreous turned opaque. Why was his blood black and gray? It it was coming out of his mouth. He might have had tablets. He was trying to create. He was trying to create a whole aura here. Two words. Interesting. There you go. He was very... The universe recognized how interesting it was. <laughs> thus, making him bleed black out of his mouth. <laughs> That's what it came about. But he looks like he's dead. He, he looks like he's dead. He but there's a, the cat but, tie, the, but so. there is a line. He's not dead yet. He he won't even make it to the hospital, meaning he's still technically He's still technically alive. breathing. Right. But the, the screen then fades to black. We open up, and Bill Paxton is touring a beautiful new house. He's wearing a tropical shirt. He's got oh, the cop. The cops when they're when they're taking him away, the cop goes, "Wanted uh, for murder in eight states." Yeah, he's all yes. this guy's connected to all this kind of shit. That he's wanted for murder in eight. He's states. been doing this to other people, and yes. he goes, five, five of them actually have rewards that all together line up to a, a really nice sum for you." Yep. And then and he's like, oh, "Okay," but then he goes, "And also that guy's not dead, <laughs> but they doubt he'll make it to the hospital." Right, like, right, right. Wink, wink. <laughs> I think down he'll make it to the hospital. Dude, he got shot eight times and fell off the second story of a building face first. But that's another thing why this movie subverts expectations. Because when you cut to Bill Paxton touring the new house with mm-hmm. the tropical shirt and the slick back hair, and and he's like, it's he exactly up- what I was looking for. It's exactly what I want. She leaves. He's not interesting anymore. And then... He looks out the window. Tur- and- nothing. It's a beautiful grassy yard. Turns on the faucet. Shuts it down. And the dripping starts happen. The dripping... The camera pans into his face. He looks crazed. Cut to black. And Credits. The vagrant doesn't have to come back because he's, he's already in back. He's in his Also, brain. good to point out, too, the vagrant probably didn't. He probably started when he started all this. He probably looked not that bad. All the maladies and malformities we see at this point, he or probably got by murdering and killing <laughs> all those other people. Oh, yeah. I'm sure like somebody stabbed his eye out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cut he, him all up, burned him through He probably became nuts through all this. Yeah. 
uh, we uh, we do need to emphasize <coughs> how hilarious the he did it line was. Oh, yeah. That really, really was a fantastic. It's really line. good. But again, I I cannot emphasize how that speech by the vagrant when he just goes, "You got style." At ten stars, just yeah, that, that was great. Yeah, the lesson to be learned, Matt. No, I love this movie. No, I love it too. It, it it seemed like a movie that had like three different social commentaries happening at once, and every time I thought what it was saying was 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 what it was saying, it switched. <laughs> so that's pretty awesome, and I could probably talk about this for days. Honestly, I'll tell you, I I I'll, my last comment on this film is I've gushed about it enough. Uh, oh, you know what? I love the vagrant, but I've also lived the vagrant. <laughs> Before I met you two guys, I was wearing what plaid shirts khakis from the gap you were super and then i i met matt pa <laughs> and now dang it boys thinking pretty interesting <laughs> you did dress different yeah i did i don't know what changed i don't know yeah yeah i mean since, yeah. since the first time we did a podcast together to now yeah i guess i guess so you <laughs> lived it man get friends with this guy you know what's a weird comment <laughs> he's your vagrant yes. i'm your vagrant <laughs> and i would come in your head matt i would i <laughs> let me just say one thing <laughs> It's ride or die with you, brother. Yeah. You're my vagrant or nobody else is. <laughs> I want to I just point out a weird thing in the movie where I think Bill Paxton, like, it just kind of sucks that the vagrant kept attacking him because the reason he comes back with the drip, I think the drip happens again because he's actually happy at the trailer park. Oh yeah, he is. He's absolutely fine. The trip there. doesn't happen in the trip because they have that scene exactly. where he's no. never not complaining or looking for something better the whole movie, and then that scene where they're sitting there talking about the underwear before that happens. X Ray's like, "People love you." Yeah, everybody here loves you. How are things with Doty? He's like, "Dude, I can't complain," and they like laugh it off. Like he's not. He's no longer like looking beyond his means or like being. Un- so you're saying happy. the vagrant should have been like, "I've done it." Well, no, I think there? that's why the drip started again because the, the that's not him. Him trying to live in the normal house again, like him was being like this like kind of shit kicker, nice guy in a trailer park. Exactly. Like, if, yeah. if he like that was what his essence <laughs> is, and now that he's back there trying to do the thing again, where I buy the big house, I have the normal shit. The drip happened again. Exactly. Right. Because he's programmed him not to be normal anymore. Because he became, he taught him how to be happy. He thanked him for it, killed him, tried to do it again. But now it's he's fucked. He's like stuck in his head. So now he, the drip's happening because of that. Because he's going against what tr- his true happiness is, which is being interesting. I agree with that. Yeah, I no, I'm, I'm not disagree with super, that. I just say no. this movie's incredible. It's fucking incredible. It's awesome. It's a good for a movie. movie that oh, service level almost makes no sense when you're watching it at first. For the first forty I, minutes, no. For the first fair, forty minutes, you can't tell what it's about. I could see how audiences <sighs> could dismiss this movie, though. You're I fool. could see how it could be dismissed. You don't see that, especially in '92. I could see how this could be dismissed. It's way ahead of its time. I, you know, I would, yeah. This movie, I feel in a weird way. I'd love to do a double feature of it. Dark Man in this movie, and I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, like, time period-wise, yeah, I can no, see No, I think they both have the same visual style, and I also think they, in a weird way, have the same themes, too. I might do. I might say Neighbors more, but that's me. Hmm. 
Well, we talked about this. Parents would also be a good feature. Parents or neighbors. Parents or neighbors. But I would also say not Darkman not the Seth Rogen neighbors. No, the, no, no. The Dan Aykroyd uh, Belushi, Belushi one, yes, which is a yeah. movie I love as well. I, I love that movie. Love yeah, because it's a movie where you never know what exactly is happening until the very end, and even then, Chris Wallace, uh, thank you for this love letter. Yes, uh, we love you. Uh, Give us a shout Everyone out on Facebook. Please uh, message us. Chris, I'd like to interview about the Vagrant. If you'd like to actually call in, we'll do a special interview. Call in where? To bonus disc live. I mean, look, I have mutual friends with Chris Wallace. I can probably tag him. Let's do it. Uh, Let's do a Vagrant interview. I'll tag him in this episode. Wow. If, if, if Chris Wallace, uh, we're, I'm, we're, uh, we, I know Jason Cock. Koch. I, I, <laughs> Jason, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I don't know how to say your last name sometimes. I'm sorry. Um, so I'll tag him in this, and maybe he'll like listen to it. Well, he's probably the, one of my favorite I filmmakers and makeup artists I've ever known in my life. So, Chris, thank you for the vagrant. There you go. Guys, thanks for having me back. Yeah, thank you. This movie's incredible. We, we, it's incredible. We're new fans of the vagrant. Thank you, Zicardi. You're welcome. Love being back. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck you, John Williams. No, just kidding. Yeah. All right. Burn it in hell. <laughs> Bye. Enjoy Star Battles. Hopefully the next episode I'll be able to talk without screaming. (laughs) Bye. You've just listened to Bonus Disc, available only on Thundergrunt. Questions, complaints, and movie suggestions can be posted to facebook.com slash bonus disc. Opinions and criticisms of the hosts of Bonus Disc are 100% valid, even though they took the time to watch the movies you were too ignorant to appreciate. 